Welcome to The Simple Plate this morning here on 103.3 KUMD. We're talking with local local people about local foods, and nobody knows more about local food than the folks at the Lake Superior Sustainable Farming Association. Julie Allen is joining us this morning, and she's the director of the 2020 Harvest Festival. Yeah, another cancellation, but wow, they've got some great stuff that they've come up with, maybe not in its place, but in addition, and it's uh, it's really kind of exciting. Julie, good morning, and thanks so much for being on the line with us this morning. Hi there. Good morning. Yeah, I think you're right. Not in not in replace of Harvest Fest, but in addition to. That's exactly right. You've got all right. Well, first of all, normally Harvest Fest occurs in September. And no Harvest Fest this year, which is not a huge, it's, it's of course disappointing as all the cancellations this year have been, yeah. but it's not a huge surprise. But everybody, and, and you just must have been just kind of pulling your hair out because you're watching everybody you know and a whole bunch of people you don't know on social media trying to grow food. And you're like, we, we need to be in the middle of this somehow, and, and how can we make that happen? You've got a new local foods website. Let's talk about this because this is really exciting. Yeah, thanks. So it's called rootsandrecipes.org. And the goal is that it's a recipe sharing platform. So anybody and everybody could send us recipes that highlight local food. And the goal is that people will be inspired to you know, be cooking more often at home and choose to cook more with local food year-round, not just in the summertime, but year-round, and also be inspired and to connect with local farmers to procure those local foods. Oh, that really is exciting. A lot of folks who are foodies, of course, foodies are always looking for new recipes and they're always creating from home. And this is just, they're just one of the groups of people that have just flourished, no doubt, uh, throughout Mm -hmm. this strange year so far. But if you, you like to cook, but you haven't devoted a lot of time or you're really not interested in devoting a lot of time to going online and researching, it can seem like Oh, it's too much trouble. Here's the opportunity for you to find the recipes for stuff that you might already have coming in a CSA box or, you know, somebody posted, oh, I made this wonderful thing. And instead of having to pester people individually for their recipes, there's kind of a central clearinghouse for them now. <laughs> That's the goal. Um, and what's nice about it is that all of these recipes are coming from local farmers and local people. So they were designed in the home kitchen for the home cook. So they're they're not, you know, they're like anybody who has a basic kitchen, simple tools, simple basic kitchen skills can make these recipes. And, you know, it's just good, wholesome, pretty simple food for the most part. If you want to seek out exotic things that you can do with tomatoes, that need special equipment and a degree in culinary science. I'm sure that stuff is available, but this is for people that say, all right, I got to get dinner on the table, you know, maybe in a half an hour. And what can I come up with from there? Uh, In addition to 
being just good for you, and of course, like you've been talking about, building community, the idea is that the recipes are going to be available for people at a lot of different skill levels. So you don't, if you say, I I don't have time to make a big production out of it, it sounds like there's going to be recipes there for you, too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and like you said, like, they'll range from, you know, a quick dinner that you have to get together in a hurry to something that you can cook, you know, cook once and eat all week, like a big pot of stew. Oh, um, nice. Which which is what I really enjoy, you know, making a big pot of something and we eat it all week and I put some in the freezer and, yeah, and we eat it a lot and I only cooked once. So there'll be a wide range of things like that and... Um, as well as um, tips and advice on how to eat local. So a lot of what we hear is that people who get a CSA or a farm, a weekly farm share, um, they don't know what to do with all the produce that they get, or they don't know how to properly store it, so it goes bad too fast. Right. And so there's a whole page on how to properly store your produce, whether if that's, you know, just for one week while you eat it or if you want to stock up for the winter and store stuff all winter, the best way to store produce that way, too. Now, of course, canning and preserving has been a challenge this year, like everything else, because of the run on canning jars. And it's been really difficult for people to find canning jars. So it's possible that they may you know, pop up again at some point this winter and folks could always, you know, get some stuff from, uh, you know, either local producers or their local grocery store or something. Uh, But even when you just go to the store and you buy some fresh produce, sometimes it sits longer than you had intended and then it does go to waste. And this is a great way to learn how to take care of it. So you're cutting down on food waste. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's one of the main goals for sure. And just, you know, I think doing in doing that, you're also just more fully appreciating where the food comes from. And and also, you know, that's how I learned how to cook is like what was going bad in the fridge that needed to get used <laughs> right away. There and we so go. Having that is what has really spurs my creativity is like, what do I need to get rid of really fast? And it's still, you know, as long as you catch it before it's totally bad. Right. Um, And so I think, yeah, reducing food waste and inspiring creativity, you know, if you have to think within that, those boxes, you never know what you might come up with. Well, maybe there'll be a section on the website that says, my blank is going bad. Help. And then there'll be a recipe of, you know, to <laughs> there's some recipes <laughs> yeah, where you can incorporate, yeah. you know, whatever it is that you're worried is, is going to go over if you don't get it dealt with fairly soon. Well, and that's a great way too. maybe maybe folks had their, you know, did their first CSA shares this year. And maybe they were a little intimidated trying to keep up with all the goodies that came every week and thinking there's no way we can eat all this you know, what, what are we going to do with it? Yeah, for sure. We, we do hear that a lot. And, you know, we hope that people, it's a reason to uh, meet with your neighbors and share the produce or, you know, even if you're just like chopping stuff up and throwing it in freezer bags and putting it in the freezer um, or, you know, dehydrating is another really good way to reduce volume. And then it, 
make something shelf stable so you don't have to use freezer space. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, and you know, of course, all of those things take time. So sometimes the easiest thing is to just give it away to other people. Right. <laughs> the, the people that had a stash of canning jars all along. Right. Well, we can right. we can spend the winter kind of expanding our skill set and learning some different ways of different food preservation so that when spring comes and we've been planning our own gardens or preparing to order our shares again, we're we're a little bit you know, we figured out what is a family like maybe this year or what did we want to try that we didn't have any of? Hey, what should we try to do in terms of preserving this year? Um, and kind of expand your skill set little by little. But it sounds like this is going to give folks a lot of tools to take it at their own pace and their own level of interest. Yeah, totally. And yeah, like you said, winter is a great time to be cooking. You know, it's dark out and warm the kitchen up, have the stove going and the oven going. And um, yeah, I like to, you know, really think about like, what is it that we want to eat all winter, you know, and if that's like, if we are going through a lot of canned tomatoes, then I think, well, we should get, we should grow a lot of tomatoes or try to buy some bulk tomatoes next year so that I can put them away so that I have local tomatoes to use all winter instead of buying canned tomatoes. Just Great idea. For example. So I think it's like, yeah, the winter is definitely a nice time to reflect and cook a whole bunch and really hone your taste so that you can you know, refine what you do in, for the next season. And if you're a person who likes to make lists, what a great idea to <laughs> jot down, you know, here's the fresh produce I bought every, you know, or, or the, here's, you know, I bought, I love those, for me, I love those little baby potatoes. And sometimes yeah. I buy them, you know, raw, little, and sometimes I buy them in the can. But you could just, you know, write down, here's all the stuff that I bought that I could, pot, you know, that I have the option of growing, or here's the fresh produce. How long did, did I plan to keep it in the fridge? How long did it stay in the fridge? Did it go to waste because I didn't eat it up in time? And just be away, aware of kind of tracking that stuff. And then, like you say, next year at this time, you might be substituting some of your own stuff. Or maybe even this year now, you're going to be substituting stuff that you grew yourself um, or that you put up yourself from your CSA shares, and aren't you going to feel smart and competent? <laughs> yeah, totally. And I get, you know, I talk to a lot of home gardeners, and it's like, well, how many onions do I need to grow for the whole season for the to last us through the winter? And I think, yeah, taking notes or having some idea of how many onions you really go through, or, you know, if you do it and then try to, edit it so it's like oh we got we grew way too many onions or we didn't grow enough onions so that you can you know maximize your garden space for next year or know that you don't have to buy quite so much from your local farmer um and yeah and then you know that's something that we do we grow all of our own onions and never having to buy onions and always having some in the basement is like just such a nice treat um so that's just, yeah, just one example of something that's easy to grow or easy to procure and then store, you know, in the average basement. 
Fantastic. There's going to be all kinds of goodies available on this site. Recipes, cooking tips, information about local food systems, how to get in touch with local farmers. And the more this community online develops, the more advice and information is going to be available with people sharing it back and forth. I can't wait to get that link up on our website a little later this morning. Julie, thanks so much for being our guest this morning. Thank you so much. And yeah, people can check out the website at rootsandrecipes.org. And my email address is on there. And people can send me recipes and tips and other things that they'd like to see on the website. Fantastic. And we'll get a link set up a little later when we get this posted to the web. Thanks again, Julie. Thank you so much, Lisa. Julie Allen is the chapter coordinator for the Lake Superior Sustainable Farming Association. And even though she had to announce that there would be no 2020 Harvest Festival, there is a new online community sprouting up. See what I did there? Um, that is going to be absolutely wonderful. It's online at Lake Superior Roots and Recipes, and we'll get the link set up so you can find all the information.